welcome once again to the Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rumor Tower, brought to you by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and online at luckymojo.com. I'm your announcer, Papa Newt of PapaNewt.com in Omaha, Nebraska, and in just a moment, we'll be joined by our co-host, Kector and Ironwood of LuckyMojo.com in Forestville, California, and Conjurman Ali of TheConjurman.com in Mission Viejo, California. This week, we'll be joined by a special guest from the Association of Independent Readers and Root Workers, Mama E of ConjureDoctor.com in Los Angeles, California, bringing us today's topic on Oshun and Kaidad. Afterwards, they'll take your calls and offer advice to address, ameliorate, and remediate your questions and problems about love, money, career, and spiritual protection using traditional African-American folk magic practices of hoodoo, conjure, or root work as divine and prescribed by the greatest spiritual hoodooists of our time. You can learn a lot just by listening, but if you're selected from among those who signed up, at the Lucky Mojo Forum at forum.luckymojo.com and called into the show, then you'll be on the air and receive a free consultation. We'll be going to the phones in just a moment, but first, let's catch up with our co-hosts, Ms. Kat and Conjurman Ali. Ms. Kat? Hi. Well, how are you all today? What a lovely crew we have here. Yeah. I have... I have um, only questions and very few answers this week. I've been working very, very hard. I'm I barely made it into our little chat um background here in time and I am still trying to clean up something I had in the Lucky Mojo for a while while the music was playing, but I finally got it done. So um it's lovely to be here on this bright and beautiful day. And um, I have great congratulations and thanks to Margie, who was out blending incense powder bases, a task that no one really thinks about much, but she puts a lot of heart and care into it. And I know that uh, I also have a great respect and hope vested in Steve, who may be the guy who can fix the broken toilet. (laughs) (laughs) The shop toilet has has um, wobbled loose from its moorings, as it were. Oh dear! And, um, yeah, and it's not, there's nothing like running a shop with a big out of order sign on the bathroom, you know. So, but Steve Steve has great hope, and I have great confidence in Steve. So we'll just see what happens. <laughs> and the rest of the crew is is doing very well at the shop. Um, Nikki, Angela, Rowena, and. Um, Everyone is learning the meaning of the word dunnage. Um, this week's episode of the Lucky Mojo Curio Company is brought to you by dunnage. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, yeah, none dare call it wadding. Okay. <laughs> um, and why might we want dunnage, you might ask? Um, when you have books or things packed in boxes, in which you're taking part of it out of the case, but you don't want to recase them into smaller boxes, you end up with void space in your box. And then when you go to stack the boxes, one on top of another, mm-hmm. the partially empty boxes may collapse. And for that reason, you need dunnage. <laughs> there you go. That was that was. And dunnage cannot be paper towels. And dunnage really can't be bubble wrap either. It has to be something damn solid like... 
uh, printing print paper wastage or something. Mm. And it can't be newsprint because the newsprint will rub off and damage your products. Mm. Mm. Good dunnage. Good dunnage is <laughs> hard to find. All right. Well, that's my news. How are you doing, Countryman Ali? I'm <laughs> <laughs> doing well. I actually didn't know what dunnage was. So I, was, I thought <laughs> you, when you were saying dunnage, you were saying like a derivative of being done, like you like you know, some mm-hmm. hipsters oh, alter mm-hmm. words. I thought you were saying you were done. The state mm-hmm. of being done, done itch. And mm-hmm. so I learned something new about backing. <laughs> no, no, done <laughs> Um it is it is um D U N N A G E for those who need to look it up at Wiktionary. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm totally learning something new. Um, I can't believe. I guess I, I just got to jump here. I can't believe that nobody knows what the hell dunnage is. I mean, it's like a word that my family we talked about dunnage all the time. Put some dunnage in that box. I mean, it was just a regular English word, and my mother used it, and she was from freaking Germany, so she knew the word dunnage. So come well, on, I can, people. I can. Hold I can guarantee side. you. I can guarantee you. I will be using dunnage in the future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> but otherwise, uh-huh. doing uh, great, great on my end. Uh, it's been a bit of a busy week. Um, I was uh, ill a couple of weeks back, so that put me back uh, behind. But I'm catching up on emails today. Uh, so if I owe you an email, I'll be sending out emails today. Uh, otherwise, doing some some really kind of uh, interesting uh, boot work in particular. Uh, I've been uh, doing lots of kind of peaceful home and reconciliation work and kind of restoring uh, issues, whatever kind of astrological event was kind of going on on the summer, really upturned and overturned, disrupted people's uh, domestic life in particular. So lots of uh, people kind of looking to put it all together, but it's not just reconciliation work. So I should clarify this. But yeah, some of it's reconciliation, but a lot of like, restore the home type work, peaceful home mm. work. And it's really just been a mm-hmm. whole, all of August has been kind of that, and September seems to be headed in that direction as well, just kind of like, my house is a mess, how do I get it back in order? Um, so it's mm. been it's been a lot of work in that regard, which is interesting work and I think quite fulfilling work as well uh, when you're successful. Well, you know, it's interesting that you um, mentioned this because just this morning, I was um, doing some updating on a page that um, Papa Newt had um, contributed to, which is a page called Hoodoo at a Glance. It's luckymojo.com slash hoodoo at a glance dot html. And hoodoo at a glance is all run together, one lowercase word. Well, um, somebody had asked a question about something, and that I saw that it wasn't at the Hoodoo at a Glance page, so I had to go at it. And when I opened it up, I got completely down a rabbit hole trying to fix all of the peaceful home and uh, money house blessing and house blessing linkages, which weren't all, they were there, but they weren't all in all the places they could have been. And I ended up with this whole thing about peaceful home herbs, and I was just, I mean, I, I just spent an hour doing that right before this show. So it's funny that you mentioned peaceful home. Must be in the air. It must be in the end. Yeah, that's what I was doing when the show started. Well, well, we're going to um, say hello to our delightful guest, Mama E. Welcome to the show, Mama E. Thank you, everyone. Uh, I just want to make Glad a to have you. declaration. 
thank you. Uh, I would like to make a declaration that I do not have a dunnage problem. Uh, so, <laughs> and I just learned that dun- word today too. No, my <laughs> dunnage is fine. Thank you. <laughs> well, there's a word for everything, you know. Um, yeah. For those of you unfamiliar with Mama E, um, please tell us just a little bit about who you are, what you do, what your website is. You know, give us the quick rundown as if we were all strangers, okay? Okay. Um, my name is Mama E, and I am best known for being the mother of uh, our late Dr. E. Uh, when Dr. E passed, uh, I took over the ConjureDoctor.com uh, business that he had started several years before. And uh, since then, I've been working uh, with the help of my uh, new son, uh, Clayton James, who is my tech guy. So mm-hmm. he, uh, thank goodness, he, uh, he has wonderful ideas and is uh, well-versed in uh, technology and computers, which which helps me. Um, uh, I've been doing this uh, since 2014 and um, really love the work. Uh, It's very rewarding and uh, we do uh, setting of lights. We we have uh, a large line of products and you can find us at conjuredoctor.com uh, I do readings on the phone, and I have uh, two additional readers. One does the lagoon readings uh, because Dr. E used to do the lagoon readings. So we got um, another person to do it who is uh, actually a friend of his that studied at the same time he studied, and she's an Olorisha uh, too. Mm-hmm. Which is um, yeah, she yeah she is uh, a daughter of Ochun. And then we have another uh, lady who is um, a mambo, uh, and uh, mambo tea. And mm-hmm. she yeah, reads, I know her. Uh, yeah, she's a wonderful person, and she reads playing cards, regular playing cards. So, and I read tarot. So we have a little bit of everything, and maybe in the future we'll have more things for people to, uh, mm-hmm. you know, like bones or something for people to, uh, to call in. But um, but that's that's about it. And you know we're open Monday to Friday and work very hard to get everything done quickly and efficiently and uh, clearly. So that's yeah. me. So. Well, it, it that's you and your crew, and you've got a yes. great crew assembled with you. Really, really good people. Yes. Um, all yes. of them well worth checking out if one is looking yes. for readers. So you brought us the. Um, uh, topic, Oshun and Karadad. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, right. you mentioned Oshun in your little introduction there, so I'm going to, mm-hmm. um, as I always introduce these, um, I'm going to say what little I know, which is darn little. Oshun mm-hmm. is a, um, sometimes spelled Oshun, sometimes Oshun, mm-hmm. is right. a uh, West African goddess or nature spirit, mm-hmm. some would call her, exactly. of yeah. of fresh water. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, Carita del Cobre is Our Lady of Charité of the town of Cobre, which is a town in Cuba. Right. And she is right. usually shown as a Madonna um, over the water, and in front of her are three men in a boat rowing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Right. And right. Um, there are little angels, and, you know, it's storming, mm-hmm. and there's thunderstorms and everything. Um, yeah. And when the slaves were um, brought from Africa to different countries, they either kept or or and retained their understandings of those um Mm-hmm. Goddesses, deities, spirits, whatever, or they lost them. And in Cuba, they they did retain them by an interesting method, which is to identify them with Catholic saints and Catholic apparitions of the Virgin. Right. And so people often say that those are the same. That's all I know. Mm-hmm. Now I'm turning the whole thing over to you because you know <laughs> it because you're from Cuba. Right, and I'm also uh, a daughter of a tune myself. So, um, so yes, uh, yeah. So I I've been initiated. So I can talk a little bit about you know both and my um, my perception of the differences. Now today is the feast day of uh, Our Lady uh, of Charity. So um, this is the reason why I decided I'm going to talk a little bit about this because you know after so many years. Um, of people in Cuba um, not having a real organized Catholic church. Um, the, the people in search of spirituality uh, started uh, going more towards um, what is called Santeria, which is actually the Lukumi uh, African uh, religion, or La Regla de Ocha. And uh, mm-hmm. so they were going that way, but using you know, syncretizing it with Our Lady of Charity. So people that mm-hmm. have been born during this regime are mixing apples and oranges. And when mm-hmm. they pray to Our Lady of Charity, they use things that Ochun, that uh, should belong to Ochun. So I have a quick little uh, explanation, because I know there was a previous show, but it's been a while. So mm-hmm. uh, let me talk a little bit. Our Lady of Charity mm-hmm. of El Cobre. Is a Catholic Virgin, a representation of the Virgin Mary, who appeared in the Bay of Nibes to three young boys in 1612. It is believed that while a storm raged and the boys prayed for salvation, her statue appeared floating on a piece of wood in the waters, completely dry, calming the storm. So the statue was very small, about 16 inches tall and is holding a baby Jesus. And the statue says, I am the Lady of Charity. So hmm. the boys brought, yeah, brought the statue to shore, and uh, the town built a small church for her. Apparently, uh, Our Lady of Charity had other plans, because she was not pleased, and after a couple of miraculous disappearances, where she reappeared at a different place, the Catholic Church decided to build her a basilica in El Cobre. Mm. And El Cobre is a town at the foot of Sierra Maestra, the eastern Cuban mountain range, where she is still worshipped to this time. She has a beautiful, beautiful basilica. Mm. Now, if you see the pictures, she's dressed in blue with a blue cape. But now, in Cuba, they have dressed her in gold and silver embroidered and a cape, and the Cuban national shield is in front of it because she was recognized as the patroness of Cuba by Pope Benedict XV on May 10, 1960. 
thing. And hmm. then it's interesting because this was at the written request of the soldier veterans of the Cuban War of Independence who prayed to her before going to battle. Wow. So, yeah, so they were very, there's a lot of belief, you know, uh, for Our Lady of Charity. Now, being a Catholic person, Our Lady of Charity is worshipped by followers by bringing her flowers, lighting candles, offering prayers, novenas, and masses. The faithful pray to her for health, prosperity, and protection. Donations and processions are customary, although she has not left her sanctuary for several years since, since the communists took over Cuba. Uh, the last procession that she was taken out to uh, in Cuba was in 1960, 1960, I believe. I was in Cuba in 1960, and I went to see her, and there were thousands of people as they brought her in an, a glass encase, uh, you know, uh, Container so everyone could see her and she and it was raining. It was very very emotional. So that's the last time she's been on a procession Now wow. let's go to let's go to Ochun Now Ochun CH is spelled in Spanish Ochun is the other ways in English. So Ochun is the African goddess of beauty love and prosperity She's the youngest of the Orishas and she's one of the most popular She's depicted as a beautiful mixed-race woman with long hair, carrying a fan and a mirror. She's filtratious, right? Flirtatious. There you go. Sorry, I, I got a hiccup. She's flirtatious and feminine and captivates those who meet her. She's a savvy diviner and a powerful sorcerer, especially for love spells. She's very giving and protective over those who love and respect her, but she can be frightening enemy to those who offend her or one of her children. If you offend or attack an initiate of Hushun, she will take her vengeance on them. It is said that uh, if Oshun comes down on uh, on an Olorisha or uh, you know someone that has been initiated, if she's laughing, you better watch out. Because she has this cackle laugh, and that is like right before she does something bad. So if hmm. she comes and is crying, that means she has uh, tender feelings for you. But it's, it's kind of, you know, it's like a witch. When she cackles, mm-hmm. you better watch out. Now, um, she has been romantically involved with some of the Orishas, the most well-known being Chango. They had a sexual and tempestuous relationship that up to this day carries along to her initiative. Actually, an Ochun and a Chango should never get together because that's not going to end up well. Uh, mm-hmm. That's a little sidebar here. Now, Ochun is the goddess of sweet waters, rivers, and lakes, while Yemaya is the goddess of salt waters like the ocean. So they're different. They rule different places. The mm-hmm. colors of Ochun are gold, yellow, amber, and coral. Her number is five, which is repeated on her Ides, the bracelet, and the necklaces. Generally, her sacred bird is the peacock, but some of her roads have other sacred birds. And there are many roads to this orisha, 
And by roads, it's like different interpretations or different representations of the same goddess. Mm -hmm. Now, some of them, for example, Ibu Ikole, the mother of witches, and her sacred bird is a vulture. Ibu Anya is a poor road of Oshun. She was destitute and lonely, and her friends are the sacred drums. Ibu Ololodi is a wealthy road of Oshun. She was married to Orumila and mastering the 16 major Odus of Dilogun by observing her husband divine because uh, Orumila created the divination system. Ibu Asadan, the owner of the needle, a powerful huntress that enjoys inflicting pain on her prey. And then Ibu Akwaro, she lives where the river and the ocean meet, and her sacred bird is the quail. Hmm. So it's different birds, different roads, and uh, the people that are initiated to each one of them are usually very different from each other. So all Ochoons were not created equal. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> due to syncretization, the practice initiated by African slaves in the New World, the veneration of Oshun and Our Lady of Charity became intertwined. However, we must understand that the attributes of the Orisha Oshun should not be confused with Our Lady of Charity. Oshun has numbers, colors, rains in sweet waters, is flirtatious and represented by a peacock and a mirror, generally. Hmm. Our Lady of Charity is asexual. She has no numbers mm-hmm. or colors. Although her dress is embroidered in gold, she first appears with a blue cloak. She holds the cross and baby Jesus, and her mission is love and charity instead of sexual love. Mm-hmm. Now, uh-huh, there is a statue and an image of Our Lady of Charity. After all, that's how she appeared. There is not a real statue of Oshun. There are inter- representations based on descriptions and beliefs. But the goddess Oshun is not a statue. It is an Orisha energy. Mm-hmm. And, um, right. And Nagashiva posted some photos of, um, of Oshun as it is the real Oshun, the basis. Uh, and those were Dr. E's uh, Oshuns. Uh, he loved to take pictures, so I believe one of them is the one with all the perfumes that he made for her, and I have those perfumes, and, uh, you know, his Ochun. Mm-hmm. Now, I have my own Ochun, which I didn't send a picture of, but mine is, you know, different different base, different thing, but they were birthed out of the same godfather, so they're the same, uh, the same Ochun, the same family, let's say, Ochun. The other one that uh, I gave uh, Nagashiva was the Ochun with the pumpkin. And there mm-hmm. is a pataki. A pataki is like um, a story, a folk story of the pantheon about Ochun having her wealth in pumpkins. It's a long, convoluted story about how the coins were inside the pumpkin. But basically, if you want to get wealth, you uh, go to Ochun, and the ideal thing is to put pumpkins, but sometimes it's not 
feasible to use a large pumpkin for something like a spell. So if you're uh, if you are an Olorisha, you can go ahead and use pumpkins in front of your tomb. But if we're gonna do a root work um, uh, spell, we're not gonna use a pumpkin because they're big. So, uh, <laughs> but anyway, that's that's my difference between the two of them. Uh, like today, now, may I ask a question? I, I want to ask a question. So, yeah. if if one was trying to think of a a Christian um, correlate to Ochun, it would be very difficult because Ochun is is um, flirtatiously sexual, and the Catholic mm-hmm. Church did a great deal to repress sexuality. Right. So it would be very hard to find even a, a you know a saint who was you know cute. <laughs> You know what I mean? Cute, right? And well, then they're not, yeah, they're, yeah, they're not looking at that as the reason to uh, to use a saint or a virgin. They're just hiding it. So the fact that Our Lady of Charity has a yellow cloak, that and ah. yellow is Ochun's color. She's also uh, mixed. She's not uh, black or white. Our Lady of Charity has this uh, tan color. So, oh, and also, yes, also yes, and Our Lady mm-hmm. of Charity, yeah, and Our Lady of Charity, the, the men in the boats, there are white and black people in the boats. Right. Yeah. In the boat. It's, yeah, that's right, uh, because it was two brothers, I think, and a slave uh, of theirs who went out to gather yes. the salt. So that would right. explain them. So they're looking at other things other than than the sexiness. They're just looking at things like right. mixed race, golden cloak. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. got it. Yes. Yeah. For example, Shango, Shango was a male. It's a male. It's a male mm-hmm. entity, right? Mm-hmm. However, the synchronization is uh, Santa Barbara, Saint Barbara, which is mm-hmm. a female, but the, the the clothes is red and white and has mm-hmm. a crown. And Shango mm-hmm. has a crown because he was a king. He was a real uh, human king. That mm-hmm. when he passed, then he became an Orisha. Mm-hmm. And and. Uh, our lady, uh, Santa Barbara, has a, um, a sword, mm-hmm. and Chango has the double-edged um, axe, so, and he was a warrior. So that's, I mean, see, they hide it. It doesn't necessarily mean it's identical. They just hide it. So they could right, worship. Right, they hide it. Pray. Right, right. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the whole thing. But through the years, it's become more than that. It's become like people are... Because there's, there's no image of Ochun that is a real image. They're just representation. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, people are painting, people that dress like her or images, and then they pray or they pray to Our Lady of Charity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And I, I remember something else about St. Barbara, too. Isn't uh, Shango associated with lightning also? Yes. Yes. yes, because yes. St. Barbara, when she was killed, yes. uh, the people mm-hmm. who killed her were struck dead by lightning. I thought mm-hmm. her father killed her. Uh, no, her, they, father he, her father had her killed. Had her, her father Christina. had her killed, yeah. but he had right. two thugs to do it. Yeah, okay. Well, And then they you. were struck dead yeah. by lightning, as, my, as I was told yeah. the story in any case. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah no, that sounds good. That yeah. sounds appropriate. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and it matches Chango, who is all about yeah. thunder and lightning. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. In fact, in many pictures, many pictures of Saint Barbara, you'll see a thundercloud behind and little lightning yeah. strikes coming down. Yeah. 
Right. Interesting. Wow. And of course, she has yeah. her crown. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So wow. yeah. So that's that's my little spiel today, so that people can mm. see the difference and understand uh, that uh, Our Lady of Charity doesn't have the things that a tomb has. I mean, the number five doesn't mean anything to Our Lady of Charity. It means mm-hmm. to a tomb. So uh, all the, like the beads are usually put in, in groups of five when you get mm-hmm. your uh, your bracelet or your necklaces. And, you know, each Orisha has a number. Mm-hmm. So like Tango is six. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. And, and Otun is five and uh, Yemaya is seven. And let's see, Oya is nine. And I want to say Babaluaya is 12. Or no, Yeah, I'm not too sure. <laughs> I have to go back into the Santeria well, we Church a dot org. <laughs> we we have a question for you from the chat. Um, oh, Doc, Doctor okay. Sweets Doctor Sweets has a question for you, Mama E. He wrote, "Okay, um, any suggestions? I was given Ochun bead necklace quote by a high-ranking woman unquote. That's in parentheses, mm. but did not initiate or follow up in any way." Is there a procedure to get rid of the beads? I don't believe they have spirit drawn to them, but I didn't want to dispose of them improperly. What should he do? Can well, he mail them to you? Okay. <laughs> um, actually, I would say if the woman was not an initiate, uh, oh, he she said she crowned. was. He said she, she was, was an ge- initiate and was crowned. Yes. Okay. If she was crowned, uh, she can give necklaces. Um, actually, you can get necklaces without getting anything else. And, mm-hmm. and necklaces, uh, and usually they give you more than one. They give you mm-hmm. like Elewa, and they give you your uh, Orisha, and they have to give you a Batala because he's like the owner of all heads. So the minimum mm-hmm. they would give you is those three. They, they usually give you like five. But um, if, if well, what he said, let, me, let me see if he. Fun. Let me see if, if if Dr. Sweets needs to kind of clarify here. Uh, Dr. Sweets, th- this necklace of Ochun that was given to you by this so-called high-ranking woman was the woman an initiate. Can you contact the woman and give the necklace back to the woman? But if you cannot, is what you're really asking is how do you dispose of it properly? I I don't know why he would dispose of it if the woman was uh, already initiated. He can mm-hmm. just keep them and not wear them. But I uh, see. yeah, he doesn't have to wear them if he doesn't feel comfortable. But uh, if the woman went through the process and she had she read his head for clarification and she did the ceremony. Mm-hmm. And I, if I remember correctly, there were sacrifices involved mm-hmm. in getting your necklaces. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, unless, I don't know why he doesn't feel comfortable. Maybe he needs a digable breathing before he does anything. I would not tell him what to do without uh, having mm-hmm. a digable breathing. Because mm-hmm. the Orishas are the ones that have to tell you what to do, not me. I see. All right. Yeah. So he needs to just get a um Better reading. And he said yes. uh, Dr. Sweet says yes high ranking and no cannot contact her. So the answer is um get a reading but it should be a Dilogun mm-hmm. reading. Mhm. I would say yeah get a Dilogun reading and you can go on our website and we have a wonderful reader 
and she will tell you what the, you know, the Orishas say through the shells. And mm -hmm. that's what we do. We follow what the Orishas tell us. Okay. Wow. Okay. That's, a, that's an important thing because people often do, you know, dabble with, um, you know, the folklore and folk magic of other cultures and then wow. find that it, it's an initiation mm -hmm. is required and don't want to make that initiation. Right. Um, right. Or it would would be equivalent to saying, you know, I I will attend your church, but I don't want to be baptized. Or I will attend okay. your church, but I don't want to take that's the vows okay. of a of a novitiate. Yeah. I don't want to become a nun or a monk. You know, I you know, and there are um, uh, a lot of people who are attracted to something, but not to the point of becoming right. a member of the clergy. A commitment. And yes. Santeria, or um, you know, Lucumi, or how whatever version that you call it, mm -hmm. is unusual in that there's a higher percentage of clergy to congregants than there is, say, in the Baptist Church or mm. in the Catholic Church. The Catholic Church has a very small number of clergy for the congregants. In big churches, only a few priests. Baptists have smaller well, churches, more pastors, but in Santeria. Um, Almost everybody ends up initiated at some right. level, and that is more like not becoming a a leader of a congregation, but more like having confirmation or a bar mitzvah or something of that nature. Or baptism. Yeah. Or baptism. That's right. Yeah. Well, and there's um, a lot of misunderstanding uh, yeah. about that. Yeah. Uh, in in uh, in the Lukumi tradition. You can just uh, get necklaces if that's all you want. You don't have mm -hmm. to initiate. Um, mm -hmm. And then there's another thing called warriors. You can get your warriors and your necklaces, and the warriors and the necklaces are supposed to make you stronger. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, even if when you initiate, you don't have to even um, follow a specific house and just be in every event because they have a lot of events, many things mm -hmm. and drummings and this and that. Mm -hmm. You don't have to participate. Um, many people just become um, initiated for health and prosperity in general. Mm -hmm. uh, and that is all decided when you get your head read with the Logum by an Olorisha. So mm -hmm. um, it, that's why I'm saying to him, have a reading, a Dilogun reading with a reputable person, not that lady at all, someone different. And then mm -hmm. they will tell you, do this or do that, or you don't have to initiate. I mean, you can ask questions and ask what it is that you need mm -hmm. to do. And, you know, go from there, because obviously there's something that he's not really feeling it uh, mm -hmm. with the necklaces. So mm -hmm. uh, ask questions, ask questions, always ask questions. Okay. Something yeah. to remember and too is about. Go ahead. Something to remember is that when we're, when we're talking about any of the kind of ATRs, African traditional religions, well, we're talk, right. fundamentally talking about our communal religions, right? So we often yes. come at it from a very American perspective, where we think of sort of individual worship, individual practice, private altars, things of that sort. When in reality, what we're talking about is community. A lot of these mm -hmm. have are communal based; that they're groups of people 
It requires mm-hmm. formal recognition and involves formal training. And it involves things like, for example, you mentioned the Pataki, this notion of storytelling, mm-hmm. stories that are told from family to family, from initiated from initiated priest to the initiator, and so on and so forth. So there is there's a lot there to, to remember that, that is a socially speaking, we're talking about communities of people. And that if you are interested mm-hmm. in things like this, if you're interested in Lukumi, that the appropriate approach is one that is grounded in tradition, to learn what the tradition is, to build the knowledge, to find a community, and kind of work from there. That when mm-hmm. you have mix-up in this case between saints and orishas and etc., that it's important to recognize that the the spirit world is not an ATM machine or or a, or a, <laughs> you know a menu at a fast food restaurant where you can just pick and choose and substitute what you want to kind of throw it all around. But there are kind of traditional paths to follow, and those are always the most well-worn path and a good place to start. And there's there's an ingenuity, imagination, and flexibility within those paths, and of course individual components within it. But you start somewhere, and you start with a mm-hmm. community and tradition. Yeah. yeah. And and make sure you find uh, a reputable house. Uh, yes. There are many people out there that are um, faking and they are creating weird things and traditions and people that don't educate themselves before they attempt uh, to enter one of these religions end up being, um, you know, with fraud and getting their money ripped up. So mm-hmm. please make sure you find someone that is reputable and that, you know, is a well-known person before you well, get into it. Here we have here we have Mama E, and she will point you in the right direction. <laughs> well, <laughs> thank you so much for that, and um, and also for the um, the information about Oshun and um, Carda del Cobre, all new to me. Very interesting the differences and how they came to be identified. Um, all right, well, we're going to go on now to the next part of our show where we're going to do some readings. So um, that was wonderful information, Mama E. Thank you, thank you. Let's turn this over to Papa Newt, and um, he's going to bring in our reading client. The Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rubric Hour with your host, Catherine Ironwood and Conjurman Ali, and this week's special guest, Mama E, will be right back. We'll be taking calls from our listeners, answering their questions through spiritual divination and prescribing down-home conjure remedies and remediation. Our calling clients are selected from among those who have filled out a short questionnaire at the Lucky Mojo Forum at forum.luckymojo.com. You can listen to the show online through Blog Talk Radio or via telephone by dialing 818-394-8535. If you filled out a client questionnaire at the forum, please dial in now to 818-394-8535 and press 1 to let us know that you're available to be on the air. We will select callers by their area code, and if your area code is announced, we'd like you to say hello and let me, your announcer, Papa Newt, read a brief description of your situation before turning it over to our host. Now it's time to go to the phones and take our first caller. And our first caller is calling in from area code 707 in California. This is Diana. Diana, are you there? I am here. Hi, welcome back to the show. I see that you had a reading with us back in 2017, uh, and it looks like conditions have changed on that, and that's wonderful to hear. Um, and you had had a reading with Miss Cat on another situation last year. Is that correct? Yes, that is. All right. It looks like those conditions changed as well. 
And I did have to do a little bit of editing on, on your uh, uh, situation for on-air readability. Okay. Uh, she writes, I'm hoping to, for root work advice. My mom inherited her, her mother's house, which has a second mortgage uh, on it due to her brother's uh, pressuring my grandmother to take uh to uh, to take to help him, my grandmother died in 2017, and my uncle stopped helping to pay that mortgage, and the bank uh, intends to seize the house due to the default loan. Turn back to you, Ms. Kat. All right. Well, um, so uh, Diana, um, I think I may know who you are. Um, yeah, you know I'm who not... I am. I do. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay. Um, so what I have for you, you said you just want root work advice. And so you're asking, let's not do a reading, but I'm going to do a really quick reading on what kind of root work. And the reason I say this, and not every reader does this, root work can be um, uh, generally looked at according to the four element system of um, magic, you know, European magic so that the four elements earth air fire and water would be different kinds of magic and i'm going to just digress on this just a tiny bit so if we were to say earth magic it would be magic with herbs and roots and coins minerals stones crystals whatever if we were to say fire magic it would be magic with candles flame uh, even cooking or heating things if we were to say uh, air magic, it would be magic of speech or magic made with a knife um, that that uh, cuts. And if we were to say water magic, it would be magic made with liquids, oils, waters, alcohol-based things. So as a reader, I don't just jump in and say, okay, here's some root work advice. I often, if asked a complex question, will pull um, some tarot cards, and they will have on them the suits of the tarot, which are uh, arranged according to that same system, earth, air, fire, and water. So, the bank now intends to seize the house because of the defaulted loan. Mother can't pay the debt. Uncle has no intention. So, we want to get the loan vacated. Now, I'm going to ask some one question. How much money is the loan? I mean, you know, we can't move mountains here. We can maybe move hills. So the original loan he got out of it was two hundred and fifty thousand, and he was paying it paying twelve hundred dollars a month for about ten years. At this point, it's eight thousand dollars in default. Um, six months ago, it was sixteen thousand, but my brother came stepped up and bailed her out. Well, my uncle out, kind of, and now it's eight thousand dollars. Um, and we have, so I'm basically going to have to come up with this money, which I actually have to help her, but that's just going to bring it current. Um, mm-hmm. we, we just want this to go away. And we've been talking to my dad who knows some legal stuff and there's, I really don't know the ins and outs of it, but I know that there's a way to vacate it, I guess, because there's some, um, confusion. Ambiguity. You, some yeah. Yeah. I understand. Ambiguity, okay. Yeah. So, the reason I asked about the money, we don't need to get into all the details. The reason I asked about the money is you want to keep that amount firmly in mind. It's $8,000, okay? We want to get an yeah. $8,000 loan vacated. What do we do? Okay, first card I oh, have no, is wait, just... Oh, no, The loan is way more than... Eight. We're talking like $200,000. But so you said 8000 is what is amount. owed... 8000 is the remaining debt? 
No, no, eight thousand dollars just to bring it current to like today, just to bring it current. I see, but and then there's more than two hundred fifty thousand. Okay. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, okay. eighty thousand. I'm so, not worried about. Okay, so um, what I have here is the card of justice, and justice says you can make an appeal to justice, and um, there is a um, a balance beam scale which is for weighing out gold, and justice has a sword which does stand for air which stands for speech. So this would indicate to me that you're going to need to have representation or be a very good speaker yourself. You're going to need to do work that would be done with uh, speech, prayer, petition, and incense. And you cannot probably get it vacated because they have some justice on their side too. They may be able to reduce it or something, but I'm not seeing that it's going to go away because justice indicates that they have some right on their side, you have some right on your side, and it's going to have to end up being fair in some way. The next card also speaks to that. That is the four of coins, and that is a person who has to hold on to their money with everything they've got, mm-hmm. but they do get some extra. But This is coins, so this is talismans. And the third card is another card with a sword on it. It's the Ace of Swords, and that indicates also justice, victory with sacrifices. You will not be able to get the thing vacated according to these cards. Now, the root work advice I would give you is to start with prayer work because there's swords in both of them and with the burning of incense. You want to gather all the papers that have to do with this, and you want to um, smoke them with incense or waft them through incense smoke as you say a prayer for um, the security of the property. Psalms 23 is always a good one because it contains the line, He prepareth a table for me in the face of mine enemies. And I would say that you are not going to win um, 100% here. A coin talisman would be good um, because of the fourth um, of uh, of coins, and so you could also put a coin down. I would recommend using the coins as a token or ex voto of your devotion and your petition and prayer. So you might, for instance, say, for every day that I pray and for every day that this continues to, to go forward, I will add a coin to this pile, and at the end I will give the count the coins to those who are completely homeless or those who need help with their housing. This is part of the justice card, which requires balance. So I would recommend that. There's um, an olive branch on the Ace of Swords and a palm frond. The olive stands for negotiation, compromise, mercy. And so, again, keep your speech going. Keep talking to them. Both... um, Actually, all three cards have crowns on them. Justice wears a crown, Four of Coins wears a crown, and the Ace of Swords has a crown floating in the air. So crown symbolism is going to be useful to you. Crown of Success products would be definitely indicated here. And um, you would also want um, to blend them with something like Peaceful Home, House Blessing, and Crown of Success. And then the palm frond stands says you will have to make some compromises or sacrifices. This is not going to be a walkover. I would maybe add some five-finger grass to get favors granted. And um, that's pretty much what I would do. All right? So um, we're going to turn this over to Mama E, whether she reads or not, or whether she just goes to root work. Mm-hmm. But we do want to get some root work out of all three of us, okay? Oh, okay, thank you. Okay, hi Diana. Um, 
I pulled hi. I pulled a lot of cards because um I got a message and then I went further to ask for what else is going on. Now um, I pulled seven cards in a new pattern that I have never pulled before, but I was kind of drawn to do it this way. So I pulled um, three, three beneath and one at the center of the bottom. Now, interestingly enough, uh, my cards usually tell me a story. Um, the first one is the three of swords. And, you know, the three of swords is usually that heart pierced with a three sword. Mm -hmm. uh, sounds very painful, but it actually... Um, I see it as walking away from pain, like learning from a very painful and, uh, experience. So, um, initially that's the first thing that I get from you. You're going to walk away from this. This is not going to be forever. This is going to be solved. Now, the next card next to that is the Knight of Pentacles. And the Knight of Pentacles is a younger man that will help you and assist you in getting all this straightened out. Uh, I'm not sure if he's from the bank or if he's one of your, uh, your, what is it, uncles or brothers, uh, but it's one of the men are, is going to help you to get this straightened out. Now, next to that is the magician. The magician is about um, you have all the tools. You know what you need to do. Uh, now that cat has given you even more ideas. Uh, this will be helpful. So do some magic, and that will definitely reinforce what is going to happen. Now, the outcome that I see is the Ten of Wands, and that is a lot of responsibility uh, and a lot of things on your back. Um, but, you know, when you're in a situation like this, uh, you know that the solution is not going to be easy. And uh, for a while here, you're going to have to make sure things are done correctly. And I'm assuming that your mom relies on you uh, for guidance. Uh, so that's, that's why you're going to have the stress upon you. <clears throat> However, next right. to that, we have, we have the chariot. And the chariot is balance. You're going to balance. You're going to be able to control this. It's forward movement. And uh, you're going to be in charge. You have to make sure you're in charge of this so that everything gets straightened out because you know, when these things happen, everybody gets busy and nobody wants to help. So you need to be the one running the show. And next to that, the Empress. Now, the Empress, mm -hmm. I think, is finally you're going to be able to relax and sit down and enjoy all the work that you have done to help your mom. But at the bottom, I get the Seven of Wands. And the Seven of Wands is you're still going to have to be uh, dealing with issues and forever um, taking care of the finances and making sure that everything is done properly. Now, let me ask you, how old is your mom? Um, 72, I think. Oh, okay. She's, She's a no young longer girl. working. <laughs> She's still young. <laughs> She's young. <laughs> So, uh, but you still have to be there uh, taking care of her and making sure that uh, she doesn't make a mistake or forget something. So basically what this tells me is you will be able to get this done, but there's a lot of homework that goes along with it. And, and let me ask you something else. Um, is there the possibility that your mom can eventually move out of that house and you guys can sell it and she can move into another Yes. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, okay. That, because that's it, what I did. Possibility. Yes. Uh, she's a Capricorn. She grew up in that house. She's dug her heels in. Yeah. She yeah. doesn't mm-hmm. want to yeah. even deal with moving, and yeah. she, she's just well. been so depressed. It's been it's so know, horrible but, for her because she's so afraid to, to. She's afraid to change, you know. Mm-hmm. And she's afraid to be homeless, and she's afraid to lose her security at seventy-two. So uh, yeah. what I see yeah. here is uh, that she will be changing from that home, and there's even maybe a little bit of a travel involved. And um, but she will be happier at the new place. And I see a okay. man like I got I got the emperor card, so I'm not I'm not sure if that's like a son or somebody, but it's somebody that will help through this transition. So I think okay, in the yeah. future, I think it's my brother. Yeah. Okay. So in the my future, brother is she offering will... to build her, her her own little house okay. up in Oregon on his well, on his land, but well, she doesn't want to do that. You know, she doesn't want to move. Yeah. I know, but give but, her a little time, and when she sees all the work and all the things that you have to go through, she will accept. And then when she sees the money, she will accept. She'll leave. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's that's, the yeah. that's what I think is gonna. Okay. Yeah. So so we have to um, now turn this over to Countryman Ali because he's also giving root work advice. We all three yeah. are giving root work advice. Yeah, I'm happy to give root work. What I'm going to do is give you some recommendations for how to keep your money, to, to keep your money safe, to ensure that nothing, no type of lien is placed on the money, no type of, uh, you, know, you know, work is done to kind of force you guys to pay up. So it's important to kind of do protection work there to ensure that as much money as possible stays with you. I don't see that this entire thing is going to be resolved just as go away. But what we can do is reduce the pressure, reduce the ten of sword, the ten of wands on you. And then hopefully Miss Cat or Mama E can come in and talk a little bit about bringing in that agent or ally or whatnot who can help out and be that eloquent spokesperson for you. What I want you to do is get a small sensor uh, or some type of throwable, some charcoal. You're going to mix the following together. Alfalfa, Alcanet, both to protect your money. Five finger grass to be granted what you ask. And deer's tongue for uh, success with your tongue, for eloquence. You might even consider adding a little bit of palm frond to this as well. Mix it together, mm-hmm. light your charcoal, place it in the sensor and thurible, and then sprinkle your herbs on top of that. Add a couple drops of Crown of Success and Peaceful Home Oil. I like adding oil. It makes it nice and fragrant, and it nearly brings the smoke out of it. Then you're going to take a coin. It has to be a coin that uh, from your money, not just some kind of random that you found, but your actual money. Take one coin. Uh, this should ideally be a quarter, and you're going to tie it into the hands of a gator claw. Uh, this is you can purchase from Lucky Mojo Gator Claw. You can put the hand right there. Use red string, tie it together, and anoint it with "Stay with me, uh, money, stay with me." Uh, oil, and you're going to uh, hang it a little bit above the incense and let it smoke. That is your personal protection talisman that you will keep with you wherever you go. Now, you before this uh, sensor and thurible, you should also set a small, shallow bowl. Take another coin, pray Psalm 23, and then say, I give you this coin freely as an offering, and I ask that no further money be taken from me and my family. And I vow that I will give this in your honor. And you're going to put that coin, smoke it in the incense, and then place it in the bowl. And you're going to keep repeating this work, lighting the incense, 
smoking a coin and placing in the bowl like Miss Cat mentioned until this situation is over and then you will donate all the coins in that bowl to some type of charity doing so to fulfill your vow. This is done to protect your money to ensure that it will go towards a good cause but it won't ever be taken from you by the banks or the mortgages or anything like that. Protection of your money is important here. And I'm going to turn this over to Miss Cat. Oh, is that the... Uh, That's the music. music. All right, we're gonna. um, I hope we were able to help, and that was a lot of root work you got there in a few minutes. So go back and listen to the transcript, or uh, listen to the uh, archive, or read the transcript. Uh, Thanks a lot, guys. All right, we're gonna give this to Papa Newt, and we're gonna bring in our next client. Support for this programming is provided by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and located online at luckymojo.com. And by the Association of Independent Readers and Root Workers, AIR, a directory of ethical and authentic conjure practitioners, located online at readersandrootworkers.org. And by the Crystal Silence League, a free online prayer service of the Association of Independent Spiritual Churches, located online at crystalsilenceleague.org. Now it's time to go to the phones and take our next client. And our next client is calling from area code 862 in New Jersey. Uh, This is Starsky uh, Lady. Starsky Lady, are you there? Yes, I am. Welcome back to the show. I see we had you in about uh, two years ago on the radio show. And uh, and it looks like you have not had any other readings with Miss Catterconch-Manuel Lee um, or have gone to any other readers on this particular situation. Is that correct? That's correct. Uh, It's right. I have really been trying to improve my life financially, but for every step I take forward, I take ten steps back. I don't want to be impoverished for the rest of my life. I want to know if you see any major changes for me in my finances. Turn back to you, Ms. Kat. All right. Well, let's see. I think we're going to have our first reading with Ollie. Thanks, Ms. Kat. I'm happy to do this uh, reading for you. If I could ask just a couple questions uh, just to see uh, where things are. First, uh, what sign of the zodiac are you? Cancer. Cancer, okay. And roughly how old are you? I'm in my mid-40s. Mid-40s, okay. So I've pulled a a few cards here to see what is going on with, with the situation. Um, and uh, let's and and the indications are that you are dealing with something that isn't just uh, natural, but is indeed something spiritual in nature, and it seems to have been going on for a long time. So the first card that we have is the Ace of Pentacles. The Ace of Pentacles shows us a divine hand reaching out of a cloud, holding a golden coin, and below it there are some beautiful hedges, a small beautiful garden. This is an indication that your natural state is actually one in which you do have money and your money stays with you, in which you are blessed. This is a a normal to the sort of cosmology of hoodoo and root work. Hoodoo and root work views the natural state of man as one of being blessed, successful, having love in your life, having money in your life. And any deviation from that is seen as just that, a deviation, a crossing of some sort or some type of work has been done or that life has gotten in the way. But the the natural state of man is one of success, that you are meant to have uh, happiness in your life. And that's not meant to be just spiritual but material, 
there isn't a divide between the spiritual and the material in traditional root work uh, concept of, of, of the world. And so the Ace of Pentacles really speaks to this. Uh, it tells us that, that your natural state is one in which you should have money. So the question is, why are your finances the way that they are? We have here the death card, and the death card indicates something that has been uh, looming over you for a while, likely from the realm of the dead. Um, and this is an indication of that, that your money is being killed. Uh, this isn't a, a card that says transformation. It means, no, my, your money is being killed. I'm killed steadily. I'm killed with purpose and with direction. We have the skeletal uh, angel of death here riding, or the horseman riding on a white pale horse uh, and trampling beneath all who come before it, rich and poor, young and old. We actually see crowns that have been cast on the floor. This is the success that was meant to be yours, all strewn about, um, and that you have perhaps attempted to try to address this situation, but it has not been successful yet. You will need some type of remediation, some type of very strong intervention to help you in this manner. Because I do see the sun off into the distance, this indicates to me that any root work that you do should be backed up by a set of lights done with root worker, missionary independent, etc. They can set these lights as backup to help support and, and assist you. You will need to do some type of magical work to undo the power of the dead here. Um, in particular, I do sense that there is a spirit of the dead, or perhaps this comes from an ancestor who is upset, or an angry spirit of the dead that is upset that is dealing with the money. But the money is being killed, and that needs to be removed. This, this hole in the well, so to speak, needs to be fixed before the well can fill up, before your bucket can get filled up. And the bucket will be filled up. Again, the last card that I have is the Knight of Cups. We have the, a similar figure, like the Death card, marching forward on a horse, but this time bringing abundance with them. This is a person that is leaving the desert and coming upon water and an oasis upon which they can fill their goblet now that the goblet has the hole repaired in it. This will take time. You will need to be steadfast and patient. You will need to be um, uh, diligent and persistent, and you must be unwavering in your commitment to undo this situation. Uh, it will take probably until uh, the uh, end of, of uh, several months, perhaps even uh, well into uh, October is when I kind of get the sense, perhaps end of October, when you'll finally be able to kind of be free of this and start anew. So the work is going to have to be done, not just as, a can as like one candle done, but a series of works done over a period of time, perhaps a run of candles so while you do some cleansing work on your own, some protection work for your money as well. Protection for money is going to be very important here. But that the end result will be one in victory, that you will once more be able to have prosperity in your life, that you will not be in a state of impoverishment, that you will be refreshed and be able to move on. So the cards do offer hope and promise here, but they also warn that the situation that you are in is not natural, that there is something that is interfering here that needs to be removed, and once that is done, to then uh, do some protection work for your money, and that from there, you will have success. That's what I see here. I'm going to turn this over to Mama E, who's going to do the next reading, and then you're going to have Miss Cat give you some root work recommendation. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, Seth Lady. Uh, this is Mama E. Now, I pulled... Hi. I pulled a bunch of cards uh, trying to find out what is going on with you. 
And whatever is going on with you will end. And the reason I'm saying that is because the first card that I pulled out was the power. And the power tells me that it's an end to what's going on. And you will start with a new beginning. Now, apparently, and it's interesting, as Conjurement was reading, I was getting the feeling because he was talking about ancestors. And I think that this feeling of you not having enough and the world not having enough for you has been brought down through generations. Um, some of us uh, were raised with the thought, and I think it probably had to do with the Depression era. A lot of our elders uh, were telling us that we can do that because there's no money. We can buy that because there's not enough money. So the concept of not having enough has permeated your heart. And as much as you want to have enough, and let me tell you, your cards say that you should be having enough, uh, you're fighting it yourself. So... Um, the first thing is the cards are saying that you have been working very hard, you had successes, but you had a lot of failures. Now, are you married? Because I have a couple here. Are you a married woman? I'm, I'm separated. You're separated. Well, um, I think this even impacted your marriage because the couple is here, and it's a good card. It's the two of cups, but next to that is that tower uh, destruction. So um, I'm not going to talk about the marriage. I'm just going to talk about there are opportunities in your future coming to you. And there's movement of money coming to you. And uh, the Queen of Swords appeared. And the Queen of Swords is a woman that doesn't mince her words. And she will tell you like it is. And she's quite a straight shooter. Um, she's not a bad person. She's just a down-to-earth person, and I feel that that person, if it isn't you, it's someone that is going to help you. Now, I pull additional cards on the right to see what is going on. And um, I get the devil. The devil, I see the devil as a bad habit that we have and also fear to change. So uh, my feeling again is that you have always been surrounded by the thought that you will never have enough and there's and you are not worthy of having enough. Well, you are. I got news for you. You are. And once you change your perspective and once you do some magic and some work on yourself, things will turn around. The high priestess shows up. So you need to really go inside yourself and uh find out the reason for the fear. And then I get the lover's cards, which tells me that maybe you might get back with your husband. But anyway, so um, it's all about you going into your heart, doing some magic and finding out why this idea that you're never going to have money is around you because that is not true. You will have money. So... Um, this is hmm. what I see in my cards. There's a lot of root work that can be done and things that you can do to yourself and talismans and things that you can wear to help you get stronger. But I know that Kat has a real good recipe 
for you right now. <laughs> All right. Well, um, these cards, as uh, Miss Michael says, the cards are sternly lecturing, lecturing uh, Starsky Lady, and that's true. This reading was interesting to me on both both readers. Um, uh, talked about and pulled some very difficult cards. Um, the devil and uh, death are very difficult cards mm-hmm. to deal with. So it might be we could say that you were under a curse, but the card of the high priestess and the card of the knight of cups indicate that you should be the seeker, you should go forward, and you should do some interior work. In other words, it doesn't look like someone... Um, is uh, holding you down or cursing you in such so much as that some of your own expectations have become gradually crunched and limited, like a person who doesn't exercise and then after a year finds out that they can no longer touch their toes. You you have to somewhat take some responsibility here, spiritually speaking, and you also have to build up your strength through spiritual exercises. Because um, what I'm seeing with those cards, especially death, can be atrophy and um, giving in to um, uh, negative and fearful thoughts. So I'm not trying to shame you or blame you, but I'm saying that you've let yourself... um, become crunched into a smaller and smaller and smaller space, and now you can't kind of stand up and reclaim all all of your space again. So I would like to see you start with some baby steps, um, and that would be baths. And I'd like you to... It's interesting because the previous uh, caller also was calling about a financial situation, and I recommended a coin... Uh, ex voto, a coin gift, a, a vow for the homeless, and um, Ali explained how to do it with a bowl to keep the coins in and what kind of a prayer to say. And I'm thinking of something rather similar again here. The coins come up as an idea, but so does bathing because of the Knight of Cups. So mm-hmm. I would like you to uh, take a bath with coins. And uh, this reminds me of the old Uncle Scrooge comics where Uncle Scrooge had a big old money bin and he would throw the coins up in the air and he'd let them fall all over himself. But I think you need to um, have some familiarity with and love for money and claim it for yourself. So um, a bath with coins can be a bath with um, some honey and some uh, milk. Those are for good for love and for self-love, for self-help. Um, um, also, I would recommend boiling into a tea to add to the bath before you put in the milk and honey. I'd like you to put in self-heal herb because that's for helping yourself. I'd like you to put in some yarrow herb because that's for courage and protection and strength. And I'd like you to put in Um, Any kind of herb made with a small round flower. I like chamomile. Um, It looks like gold coins, very small gold coins. There are other um, traditions in which other small round daisy-like flowers are used. Definitely chamomile is a strong favorite in these parts. You can use, if you wanted to, um, any other 
flower that was yellow or gold in color to represent money. And you might put in a little alfalfa as well. So you're going to make a tea out of those. Alfalfa because it's good for money. Um, oh, and I'm going to recommend another one too, which is fenugreek seed. Fenugreek seed is a seed of a plant much like alfalfa, and it's it's a lovely uh, money-drawing uh, plant. So you're going to um, get a you know a little bit of those. Don't boil up a big pot of it. But if you want to do this bath over several days, do boil up quite a pot of it, and then freeze anything you don't use in the first bath. Don't make it too strong. You're just going to put a little bit in. And um, you can then take any of the rest of it, let it cool, and put it into your freezer in, in a freezer tray that's divided, and then you can always put in one ice cube per bath. Because you can put that in, or two ice cubes, or three ice cubes, or whatever size bath you have, and however you want to do it. So um, you're going to put coins in the bath with you. And I'd like you to start with at least 100 coins. And they can be 100 pennies if you're really poor. They could be 100 nickels, 100 dimes, 100 quarters. But I want you to put in 100 coins. And um, 99 and a half just won't get it. And um, that is a good way to um, put in 100 Sacagawea coins. Of course, they're golden coins. I love them so much. And they should be monetary coins, not just talismanic coins. Um, and you're going to bathe with those coins and, and literally when you you know have them in a little bowl and pour them on yourself. I know this sounds, um, probably you're going, what the heck? But like Uncle Scrooge, <laughs> you're going to be in this bath, sitting in this bath, and you can say a, a good psalm for wealth and money. Again, Psalm 23, which I recommended to the previous client. And then you're literally just going to pour these coins. It'll make you smile a lot. Pour these coins over yourself. Oh, there they go. I'm covered in money. I'm covered in money. Let the water go out. Don't let the coins go down the drain. And you're going to pick all those coins up and put them on a nice clean white cloth and lay them out and let them dry. Um, And you're going to do this again several times. I would do it at least seven times for luck. And the water that goes out of the bath, which would be have a little milk and a little honey in it, you can take a little bit of that water. And I want you, if you live in a house that has um, flowers or plants around the front, just pour a little of that water when it's cooled. Not, not cold, but not completely hot, warm. Pour a little of that water around the plants. Not too much. Um, you can pour it on the lawn if you want to. Um, but you just want to go all around your house around the whole house. And if you have a path leading to your house, you're going to go down both sides of the path. And just do that, sprinkle, sprinkle. You don't need to pour like great, you know, gouts of pitchers full, but just sprinkle it around. If you live in an apartment, you have to be a little more subtle. Uh, Sprinkle some at the door to the apartment. Uh, Sprinkle a tiny little bit in the lobby. If you have an elevator, a little bit in the elevator. Go Sprinkle a little bit down the hall, very little bit, leading to your door and then in around your apartment. So, um, and I'd like you to use that bath seven times, okay? And um, each time you're going to use those same coins, pour them over you and say, money is money is mine. Um, I bathe in money. I bathe in money regularly. And I want you to think about your own uh, position with regard to money. And I've had people tell me, oh, I can't possibly do this because it's going to cost too much to do it. Um, well, you're only doing it while you're doing it. The money that's 
when you're done, if you've done this seven times, and don't do it on seven days, do it on seven weeks. Give yourself some time to grow here. That money, again, is an offering. And it's not an offering to yourself necessarily. But if you feel that you need to spend it on yourself because you're the poorest person you know who is sane, not a drug addict or a parasite upon society or a leech upon their friends, but you are the poorest person you know, then spend it on yourself. But if you're not the poorest person you know, then spend it on the poorest person you know who is sane and not a parasite on society and not a drug addict or an alcoholic. Okay? And by spending it on them, I mean take them out to dinner. Do something nice for that person with that money that has been through your hands and been poured all over you. Say, let's go out to dinner. I just want to have whatever it's going to be, whatever it is you like, you know, and and you get to go out to dinner with me. Give it, give to some person to share that money. Um, now, somebody in the chat log said money is super filthy. Well, not after you get through bathing it, <laughs> says in the chat room. That money will be washed seven times, and really, um, it will be clean money by then. If you want to, you could put it in a poor box in a church. Okay. So uh, does anyone else have any other ideas to add to this? Um, I think that maybe she should uh, clean the, her house spiritually mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, like sage it and, and holy water and burn incense in your house because I feel that the mentality is, embedded in the house the the uh poor i'm poor i have a poor home i can never get ahead the bills are gonna pile uh so you have to work on yourself but also work on your surroundings and clean your home and if you can clean the outside of your house uh do that and then put some salt around it to seal so the environment inside is is different than uh, it was before. Um, you might want to burn some uh, road opener candles to, uh, or you know, money drawer, money candles, prosperity candles, something like that. And you can do that yourself if you don't have money to order them. Just use you know uh, a little bit of money oil on them and just burn them in your home and. You know, focus on money coming to you all the time. Because right now, I think that you're focused on money not getting to you. So, mm-hmm. um, so do that. Yeah, try to do that. That's yeah. great advice. Yeah, certainly, if you're taking a bath such as that, you could put in some money house blessing into the bath, a few drops of oil, mm-hmm. money drawing. I was just giving a straight-up herb bath, but those oils, just a few drops will always enhance the bath. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that was um, an interesting two readings, both about money. So now we're going to have our scheduled announcement, and then after that, our free spell. The LMC Radio Network is a media alliance whose excellent shows include the Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Root Work Hour with Catherine Ironwood and Conjurman Ollie. Sundays, 3 to 4.30. The Crystal Silence League Hour with John St. Germain. 
Tuesdays, 5 to 6. Blue Flag Root Radio with Lady Muse, Fridays, 4 to 5. And The Witch, The Priestess, and The Cauldron with Elvira Love and Phoenix Le Fay, Fridays, 6 to 7. All time specific, add three hours for Eastern, sponsored by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and online at luckymojo.com. And now it's time for a free spell segment with Mama E of GunjerDoctor.com in Los Angeles, California. Take it away, Mama E. Thank you, Papa Newt. Um, I have a prosperity spell for Ochun. Now, um, Ochun loves sweetness. She loves um, oranges. She loves pastries. She loves everything that is sweet and yummy. So this prosperity spell has a lot of good stuff in it. So this is what you will need. And this has been uh, reduced to a manageable size. So I'm not doing the spell on a pumpkin. I'm doing it on a large orange. So you will need one large orange, one white 6-inch candle, a 2 by 2 small photo of yourself, powder cinnamon, a tiny pyrite, a tiny lodestone, powdered nutmeg, honey, a white plate, a small candle holder, and a ball of string. So you cut the orange in half and carve about half an inch of the pulp out of one side, leaving a small cavity inside. Rub the pyrite and the lodestone with honey and place them inside the cavity. Powder the cavity with cinnamon and nutmeg. Then take your picture and write on the back, I am rich and successful. Write it three times stacked up. Turn the photo quarter turn to the right and write your name three times stacked in a crisscross manner. Your petition should look like a hashtag. Now, anoint the photo with the honey with five dots, one on each corner and one in the middle. So you're making a teeny tiny petition paper of yourself. Do not fold it. Place your photo face down over the stones and the powders. Now, use some of the honey to drizzle some more over the photo inside the orange. Now, place the second half of the orange on top of the first half. Take the string and start wrapping the orange towards yourself. You know, you uh, it's easy if you do like a cross and then go around and do the corners, but keep turning and turning and turning. And cover the orange with string. Uh, and that way it will hold both, uh, both halves uh, tightly. Now, it doesn't matter if you have regular color string or if you want to get fancy and get yellow or green for money. It doesn't matter. Now, put the, uh, the orange on, a, on the plate and drizzle a little bit more honey over it. And light a utility, the six-inch size candle next to it. That's why you need the candle holder. Now, ask Cochun to bring you prosperity and money to help you with all your needs. And you can speak out loud your wish to Cochun. Now, once the candle finishes burning, which would be probably, I don't know, five hours, take the orange and drop it in a river 
or a screen for a tune to take care of your spell. Now, I don't know if I have enough time for the bath, but um, I also posted a ritual bath for lust, and I'm going to try to say it quickly. You will need five sunflowers, one six-inch white candle, honey, cinnamon, your favorite perfume, and a bowl. Light the white candle in front of an image of Oshun, and then tell Oshun your wishes, uh, preferably out loud so that she can hear you. After lighting the candle, take all the petals out of the sunflower and put them inside the bowl. Sprinkle again cinnamon over the petals, add a drizzle of honey, and a few drops of your perfume. Once the candle finishes burning, take a shower. At the end of the shower, put some water into the bowl together with the ingredients and pour it over yourself from the neck down. Close your eyes and ask Oshun to bring love into your life. And this can be repeated once a week for five weeks. And that is it. That is all I have for today. Oh, that's wonderful. Very wonderful. Cool. Gosh, you're you're so thorough in your work. And it's interesting <laughs> that this also... Um, had a, a prosperity thing, so we've got a theme going on here, right. obviously. Right. <laughs> so um, I love it when we have these themes. Now, usually I I would add something to such a spell, but um, I don't know uh-huh. anything to add, but I love the way you did this in an orange. So I'm going to ask you some questions. Yes. Um, yes. When you did this spell in the orange, and you said usually it's done in a pumpkin, I'm going to ask, as a botanist, could I do it in a little orange gourd? Um, I think it would be better if it's um, a fruit, because orishas like ah, fruits. And, I see. So the uh, gourd, well, the gourd is more like a bit. Okay, how about could I do yeah. it in a cantaloupe? Could I do it in a cantaloupe? It's orange cantaloupe belongs to, No, cantaloupe belongs to Yemaya. Oh, Sorry, then. Yeah, this is well, this is why we ask questions. You see, oh, I was yeah, not expecting yeah, yeah. that answer. Um, cantaloupe. Yes, Yemaya has okay. has, yeah, Yemaya has watermelons, and one of the offerings to her when we do a candle for Yemaya, I always tell the clients, uh, ask a thank you, take a watermelon to the ocean, which oh. everybody thinks is funny, but Yemaya likes it, so. Um, oh. And, and we've done it here. We've done it here. So okay. if you see a so, watermelon, if you see a watermelon floating in the ocean, that's what it is. <laughs> ah, I thought someone's beach party got away from them. The tide came <laughs> in. I see. <laughs> so, so, quick question: Is there is there a yes. reason we do? You've chosen an orange over a pumpkin this time. Is it just for because for the it's size? More manageable. Yeah, it's more, more manageable. manageable. Okay. Yes, right, for the size, okay. it's easier to find. Ochun likes oranges, they're yellow. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, yeah, there's other okay, spells well, 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 that can be done. Hold up, hold up now, yes. hon. Now the botanist <laughs> comes out and says, what about lemons? But they're not sweet. No, no, but they're not. They're, yeah, no. How about a mango? No. She likes, I mean, orishas, usually uh, you can get bananas for orishas. Uh, like chango, you get yes, you get him bananas. Uh, oh, well, because a banana looks uh, more like a sword or something. 
don't know. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, given that this is an, this is an offering to a deity, just stick with whatever was recommended. Right. Well, that's, that's yeah. the point we were making at the very beginning of the show. Yeah. Ask someone who is in the religion. Ask someone in the yep. tradition. Very don't true. go on the World Wide Web and just say, hmm, cantaloupe sounds good. No, no, no. See, it wasn't good. <laughs> so, well, thank you, Mama go Eve, to, uh, for... Yeah, they can always go to Santeria Church of the Orishas and get information. That's right. Santeria Church of the Orishas right. has this information. It's authentic. Yeah. And it was written by by Dr. Dr. E. e. And uh, it's yeah. good stuff. Well, thank you. Yes, it is. So much. Thank you, um, guys. This was a revelation. All right. Let me turn this over to Papa Newt. He's going to make our closing announcement, at the end of which we'll come back. And if we have a moment, we'll chatter. But in any case, then we'll all say goodbye. Take it away, Papa Newt. Thank you, Miss Cat and Conjure Manoli, and thank you, Mama E of ConjureDoctor.com in Los Angeles, California, for being our guest this week. We invite you to join us next week when we will have another special guest from the Association of Independent Readers and Rubrikers, so stay tuned. Once again, we come to an end of another Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rubric Hour brought to you by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forest Hill, California. You can find Miss Cat via the Lucky Mojo Forum at forum.luckymojo.com and Conjure Man Ali at theconjureman.com in Mission Viejo, California. I'm your announcer. Papa Newt joining you from PapaNewt.com in Omaha, Nebraska. The Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rubric Hour can be heard every week live on Blog Talk Radio at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, and the shows are available in archive by LuckyMojo.com slash RadioShow.html. For all of us at Lucky Mojo, I'd like to say thank you for being here and invite you to tune in once again next week at the same time when you'll hear the familiar strains of the Memphis Jug Band playing the Jug Band Waltz. Thanks, everybody. Goodbye. Thank you, Papa Newt. Now, all y'all, get on over to the Santeria Church of the Orishas and learn something. Okay. Now, the only other thing I have to say before we go is, um, again, we're praying that Steve has fixed the toilet. (laughs) We're praying. And if Steve has fixed the toilet, we will now call him St. Steve. Okay, we don't know if he has or not. Um, and we're also sending a shout-out to Elise Goray, um, the gal who said, just slather on the silicone. <laughs> we hope to be up and running, so to speak, uh, by next week. All right, everybody. Awesome. Good night. Good, Good night. night. Thank you. Good night. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match... 
you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC. 